welcome to the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. I'm Jasmine Haley, healthcare provider turned educator, entrepreneur, and startup strategist. Not too long ago, I was burnt out, overwhelmed, depressed, and full of fear from a toxic work environment. I created my business out of necessity to create a legacy I can be proud of today. It helps me transform the lives of women every single day to pursue their dreams and entrepreneurial goals. I created this podcast to share the empowering stories of entrepreneurial women, help you break through self-doubt to your greatness, and share business strategies to help you create a thriving and profitable business. If you are an emerging entrepreneur or business owner that wants to create the mindset needed to escape burnout, reclaim your personal power, and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams, this podcast is for you. Stay tuned and listen in. Hey, welcome to the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Haley, and we have a special episode that I recorded sometime in 2019. I'm thinking it was maybe like the early fall. I'm not even sure at that point, but um, I knew that I was going to be going through a rebrand, didn't know what my podcast was going to be called, but I went into a mastermind group that I was in and asked any of the ladies, hey, would you love to be on? And McKenna was like, yes, and I really love this conversation, y'all. This conversation is so very important for us, especially as women. Yes, I'm a very accomplished woman. I've done a lot in my personal and professional life. But one of my struggles have been weight loss and understanding, you know, how to kind of navigate handling my secular work, my business, handle me building my relationship with my husband, with my children. And I believe... Let me see. When I started our mastermind group, I was probably still working on my graduate degree. I don't know. It was a lot going on for me. And it was really hard for me to figure out how to handle also taking care of my health. And so we share what we love. Of course, we share the struggles and we also share the importance of us loving ourselves within the skin that we're in. But most importantly, having those non-scale victories like really appreciating that and looking at wellness and health in a different view. So as an entrepreneur, especially when you are used to being active, going back and forth um, and walking around, most of the time, if you're an online business owner, you're at home in front of a computer getting work done. I have a standing desk to help. So we talk a lot Um, about really important stuff. And this is a fundamental piece in the success of your business as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Make sure you join our free Facebook group, Breakthrough to Excellence from 9 to 5 to CEO. And if you have any thoughts about this, I would love to know. Feel free to message me on social media at It's Jasmine Haley, or you can even email me at btpevents at beyondtheprofi.com. All right, enjoy the episode. Hey, this is Jasmine, your host, and I am excited to welcome our guest here, McKenna Montcalm. Oh, that was terrible. Not the first. Montcalm. (laughs) I almost said Montclam. I'm like, what in the world am I doing here? Oh, yeah. I've heard that before. Do you see why I go by Kenna? Yes. Well, I'm so, so very grateful that you have decided to come on my podcast. You weren't scared because I'm in dentistry. You actually, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. Um, what I, what listeners don't know is that we were part of a mastermind group with the Jessica Rodriguez. 
um, for six months. It actually just ended and her, her impact in my life has certainly been transformational and I'm sure it's been the same for you. So Jessica surrounds herself with rock star women and McKenna is definitely one of them or Kenna. She's a certified personal trainer, fitness professional, nutrition coach. We all need that. Who over the last 10 years has helped thousands of women break through what's holding them back so they can start living their best lives. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So I actually just started back working out. It's been two months. Yes. I saw that. I loved it. Yeah. It's been two months of me consistent. I started with Pilates. I love Pilates. Everything about it, kind of like centering, clearing my mind, focusing yeah. on my breathing, building strength. I mean, I couldn't even do a plank. I was like, Ugh. I couldn't. I couldn't even bridge. I, crazy story, I used to be a Pilates instructor. I was a reformer Pilates instructor. Wow. I know, close to seven years, I want to say. Um, shout out to be Pilates. It was so much fun. Wow. Um, but it was so funny because people were like, you don't seem like the average Pilates instructor because I'm like, woohoo. <laughs> <Let's do Pilates." laughs> but it's so, it's such a good accessory work. And like what you were saying, it's so good to kind of ease your way back into things. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been consistently going for five days, um, five to six days a week. And I, I love it. I've seen the strength that I've had. Like I can do a plank, I can do bridges. I can just move in ways I didn't even know I could. Um, and so now it was my first day that I actually started orange theory. And so many good things about them. It is. I, oh my gosh, my legs are like done. (laughs) So many good things. So good for you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And you know, one of the things that it's really important for me, I'm trying to show my girls. Mm. I know that you're a mom as well. You know how important it is to put yourself first. And I go early in the morning, try to get that out. But there was a huge mindset that I had to overcome. Everything for me has been about weight loss, Mm. weight loss, weight loss, and not really, you know, how, how am I feeling? Do I feel strong? Am I building like these non-scale victories? Absolutely. happening. I mean, I, I guess you could say I've got like the credentialized. I went to school with this. I've got a bachelor's of science in health fitness. I've been in the industry for over 10 years. Um, by now I've worked at big gyms, small gyms. I've worked for myself, you know, and beyond all of that is that even I'm not immune to that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so after the birth of my daughter, she's three, even I felt that same pressure. Like, I'm not going to lie to you guys. After I had my daughter, I thought I was going to bounce back because that's what I was told would probably happen. And it didn't happen for me. And so with the mindset of weight loss, I started to go back into those old dieting BS things. And I'm like, wait a second, even though she was an infant, I'm like, wait a second, what I do she is going to learn. And I did not want her to learn that. And in fact, I just had a post about this yesterday. It's kind of mind boggling to me that we as women, when we find out we're pregnant, we take such good care of our bodies. But then when they're out, it's like back to the old ways, back to the <laughs> restrictions, you know. Oh, that's powerful. That's what it was. That was my aha moment. Um, beyond mm. all of like, like I've done, girl, we could talk about diets for days. I've done all of them. 
And that was the aha moment for me is that like, I deserve to take care of myself because she deserves to have a mom who can show her how. Yes. That is everything. Yeah. Like for me, I, I love that. I mean, that just, it resonates so much with me because I was used to certain language being used in my household that were negative towards the woman's body. Right. And even when I was like a size four, a size two, I was like, look at this and look at this. And, and then like, look at me now I'm over 200 pounds and I've got all of this extra loving. Right. And so mm-hmm. I've just been really mindful on how I speak. Um, even in front of my kids. Yes. And I love that. I love that you do that because it's so sad to me to see women and daughters that don't. And I was similar. I remember growing up, I actually remember there's a university near my school. I remember, I think for me, body image, I think it was second grade, second grade, the college, the local like health students from the college went and did like kind of like fake, like health tests or like, I don't want to say fake, but like practice health tests for us. And they weighed us. And even in second grade, I remember thinking like I was, I think it said 98 pounds. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I'm so fat. Second grade. Mm. And like, I think we can all agree that our parents did the best that they could because that's what we've all been taught. And so that's what we teach. But um, I look back at that now and I'm like, oh my gosh, if my daughter in second grade was having those thoughts, like that's not okay. And so that's why it's not okay for me to do that today. And why I do focus on different things. Like, how do you feel? How is your energy? Like, are you able to do all the things that you want to do? Like, that's the important stuff. And then the weight loss, it just comes. It's easy. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, my, my girls have a lot of my husband's genes, so they're very slim. They're very tall. They're very athletic. It's like, they don't have to work to get a six pack. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And I'm very aware too, that when they go to school, it's not the same, you know, where the language that we use, I've heard um, my youngest one mention that someone has said someone else was fat. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. Like that mean girl stuff starts even in elementary school. And so it just takes a lot of conscious effort for us as women to really redirect that narrative that we've been plagued with because the whole entire society is all about, are your boobs sitting up to your your chin? Mm -hmm. Is your butt looking like two watermelons? I mean- (laughs) gotta be small and snatched. (laughs) (laughs) Like just take out three or four ribs and then like tie it all tight. I'm like, what in the world? Nobody's body's looking like that. So I mean, it's, 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 it's something, it's definitely something that we need to talk more about and be okay with really using that language. So, so for me, I know the weight loss will come. Yep, but absolutely. again, I'm focusing, like I was telling you, I couldn't even plank two months ago. I'm, I'm able to plank. I'm able to do so much. I'm picking up heavier weights. I survived Orange Theory because (laughs) I've been doing Pilates. Like Pilates has helped me build that endurance. Oh, I love that. I didn't have before. The thing is, how does that make you feel for the rest of the day with everything else that you do? Amazing. 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 Right? Like there's that little bit of hump. I'm not going to lie to you guys. There's a hump when you first start exercising again where it's like, Ugh. and I know it because again, I've felt it myself. I mean, 
I think a lot of times we put like, we hear personal trainer and we like put that person on a pedestal and it's like, no, 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 no. I want you guys to know that I am real too. And you know that, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's been times when I've had to like restart exercise and it's like, oh my gosh, this sucks. <laughs> but then you get over that hump and you're like, oh, I see why people do this now. I, I see why this is a thing because yes. being able to do that two minute plank makes me feel like a badass and I can yes. take that into the business and into my daily activities and I can carry all my grocery bags in one trip because girls been lifting weights you know yes. and like, I love how all of that translates and one thing I wish every woman knew is that it starts with us especially moms it always starts with us you can tell your kids a certain thing but you know they always watch and they're always learning and they're always listening. I know because my child knows some four letter words that she shouldn't at three. <laughs> but you know, you can't, you can't think, okay, I'm going to change this for my daughter. And then if she offers you something, go, Oh, mommy can't have that because mommy's on a diet or to be standing there in front of the mirror, pinching and squeezing and going, Ooh, you know, because she sees that. Or if you talk negatively about other women, like you mentioned that girl that said, call someone else fat, she's heard that before. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's like, okay, yes, we love our children. We want the best for them. We want to change the world for them. And it starts with us. Yeah. So let's just dive in a little quick before we head over to the next segment of just talking about mental health and Mm -hmm. exercise. Because Mm -hmm. for me one of the big catalysts of me wanting to like change is the fact that I wanted to get off of antidepressants yes. and I needed to get moving Yeah. before I actually wean completely off. Right. And so I feel like my anxiety has been more manageable Absolutely. because I'm exercising every seriously, almost every day. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think that, you know, as women, we tend to, we're always taking care of someone. Yeah. Always. Oh. Right? Yeah. Even you right know? now. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, if it's not a pet, if it's not one of your fur babies, if it's not mm-hmm. your children, if it's not your spouse, if it's not, you know, some other relative, we're always seeking to be like nurturers to care. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we don't give that same grace and love to ourselves, which mm-hmm. makes us burnt out, which is why I focus so much on that topic mm-hmm. is feeling overwhelmed. Mm. And so I just want to dive in a little bit and just kind of get your thoughts about the mental health segment also and, and exercise for women. Absolutely. The first thing that I want you to know is that I don't think that there is any stigma around women who decide to get help and get on medication. Like absolutely be your own advocate, ask for help, like first and foremost, because Um, I know we're going to talk about this, but I've got my own burnout story and I think it was related to depression that I didn't want to label as depression. Mm. That being said, it's just like Elle Woods, Legally Blonde, exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people don't kill their husbands. (laughs) (laughs) And Also, a big myth around this, I feel like, is that so many women, like, we go hard or go home. So we will want to, like, I know you mentioned you started off just kind of moving your body, which is so amazing. But a lot of women 
don't. And they go from not exercising for years. I mean, having babies and operations and careers and all this kind of stuff to suddenly immersing themselves in intense exercise seven days a week. That makes that hump that we talked about kind of getting back into exercise so much bigger and it's sustainable. And I want, and I wish women would, would realize that you can have and get benefits with your mental health and with anxiety and depression just by going for a walk. It doesn't have to be this crazy, super intense thing. If you thrive on that, like, like you Jasmine are doing right now, get it girl. But like, it doesn't have to be like that, even just the smallest movements. And that's part of what got me out of my own burnout. Mm, Yeah. So tell me a little bit of what that was. Like, how did you recognize the signs that you were in burnout? Yeah. So this was, let me set the scene. Um, This was back in 2013. My husband was in the army. So we were stationed at Fort Carson in Colorado Springs. Um, I had just transferred from, are you familiar um, with Lifetime Fitness? Uh, No. I know Lifetime Channel. Yeah, it's it's different. Anyways. (laughs) I prefer Lifetime Channel. No, no. Um, We had just moved from um, Georgia to Colorado, and I loved where I was working in Georgia. I had the most amazing team and mentors and leaders. It was so amazing. And then I transferred out um, to the location in Colorado Springs. And then my husband gets orders to deploy. And um, I count myself lucky because we didn't have children then. And so, but it was still, it was just me. And so he gets deployed for nine months. We have no family. I had uh, just made a friend, thank God, um, that helped get me through this. But then on top of everything going on in my personal life, I hated my job. Mm. I hated it so bad. And girl, I tried. (laughs) I tried so hard. And it was just one of those things, the people that have gone through it, you will know where you wake up and you think about going to work and you start crying and you get ready, you put the face on, you get ready and you go to work and you dread the drive and you sit in the parked car until the minute before your shift starts and you walk in and you grit your teeth and you get through it and then you go home and you cry even more because you're thinking about going to your job the next day. And that's where it all started for me. Um, And what was crazy is that I started to kind of live a lie in the sense that I hated my job so much that I started to hate exercise because I was working as a personal trainer. I started to hate healthy eating because again, I was like working as a personal trainer. I hated what I did, not my clients, but just where I was so much that that translated completely. And I totally lost myself because I had always been the health girl. I have always loved nutrition. I always loved eating right. I always loved activity, exercise, movement, the weight room, all of it. I loved all of it. And suddenly I found that I had absolutely no motivation. I didn't want to be there a minute longer than what I needed to be. And I went from this energetic, healthy woman to this woman that just sat on the couch all night long. So my husband wasn't home. He was deployed and I would make like 
popcorn and a glass of wine for myself for dinner. Like I stopped making foods that I liked. Wow. I would drive through all the time. I never exercise. And meanwhile, like I said, I was kind of living a double life because here I was like destroying myself physically and mentally at home while putting on that uniform and that smile telling people how to be healthy, showing people how to exercise, all of that. And it was not fun. And it was one of those things that I didn't know it at the time. But now that I look back on it, I think I was depressed for sure. For sure. For me, like going through it, I wouldn't have admitted that to myself. Yeah. Um, And so it was, it was crazy. But one of my favorite sayings is that you have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I use all of that uh, as a lesson, which I'm so thankful for because it could have just kept on spiraling downward. And so during this time, this was all while my husband was deployed. He was down for nine months. So it's just like nine months of like crap. (laughs) 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 And I had tried so many things. Like I had tried going back on diets that I had done before. And it was like no motivation, no will to do anything. I would feel guilty and start the pattern all over again. And then I would try to, I would be one of those women that would be like, okay, well, I haven't exercised in three months, but this week is going to be the week that changes. And I would dive in hardcore seven days a week. And that wore out quickly too, because I just didn't have it. I didn't have it within me um, to, to get there. And it seemed like at the time it was like everything that should have motivated me didn't. So this is when like Pinterest boards were hot with like their inspiration, you know, like a six photo of a six pack abs with like motivational quotes on it. (laughs) That'll motivate me. And it didn't. Mm -hmm. And then Instagram, I think was fairly new and like fitness influencers. I'm like, Oh man, I gotta be like that girl. And I always fell short. Mm. And so the thing that's got to mess up with here, that's got to mess you up here. Oh, I think it dove me even deeper, which is yeah. why, like that comparison. Ooh. Oh, it's bad. No matter what you do, right. Mm-hmm. If you're comparing yourself in business, in the workplace, in life, like it was so bad. And again, all of this with this big looming cloud of, I should know better Yep. because professional. I should know better. So it was like all of that combined with so much self guilt. Oh, I'm getting chills right now. Just like thinking of where I was mentally. Yeah. The good news is it changed and it changed because I have two dogs. And one day I was like, you know what? I feel really bad. I literally would go to work, work for nine hours, come back and sit around all day. Repeat. Like that was my life. And I was like, I feel so bad for these dogs. And so I just asked them, do you want to go for a walk? And <laughs> right? you know what happens, any dog owners, you know what happens, the best accountability buddies are dogs. <laughs> and using that phrase. And so I said to myself, okay, I'm going to walk around the block with you guys. And so I did. One week, one walk around one block. I was like, okay, I did that. That was a small win. I feel good about that. Next week, I'm going to do the same thing for just one day, except I think I'm going to go two blocks this time. And that pattern just slowly started increase, 
increasing for me where it's like, okay, now I'll go for a mile. Now I'll walk two days. Now I'll walk three days. And just being able to kind of get that momentum back and having those wins as opposed to, even if they were so small, I mean, again, one block, one block around, and then we were back home. That's what changed it for me. So instead of the guilt of, oh, I should do this, I need to do that, I used to be able to do this, that mental hellhole, I went with, okay, this is one small goal, I can accomplish it, and I'm going to feel good about it. And I'm so thankful for those dogs. (laughs) And And honestly, I'm thankful for the experience because I do believe that if it's something that you learn something from, um, that can be very powerful in your life. And so I'm, I look back on it and it sucked, but I'm so thankful for it too. Yeah. I, I mean, that was just a powerful decision that you made and it made me think about the book that I'm reading right now, now called Leverage Your Universe Mm. how you need to take small steps mm-hmm. and those small steps will lead to your larger dreams and goals. But the most important thing is when you're not sure what to do, or if you're feeling, you know, in that, that thinking of defeat, yeah, you have to start where you are yeah. and you have to embrace the current circumstances that you do have. Yes. And that was, and that's exactly what I heard as you were speaking. Yeah, you, you couldn't change the fact that your husband was deployed right. and you went through the funk, which I think it's important for us to go through the funk. We yeah. need to go through the funk. Don't try to change it. It's functified up in there. Let it be functified. Yeah. Let, you know, give yourself some grace. It's okay. But eventually you have to move forward and right. you have to start small. And that's what I did. I did like, I did like a kickboxing class and I wasn't really feeling it. You know, I like the rap music as I was punching the bag because I was thinking about some people that really needed to get it. (laughs) And then I was like, I'm done because it's too much stress. I wanted to ease my way in because I know me. Yes. Yes. I didn't want to feel like I was dying every, every time that I was there. Like, I don't like that feeling. Right. So I think that was powerful. You start where you are. And so having that comparison is a normal thing. We tend to do that. But sometimes we need to shut that social media off. Oh, totally. We need to not listen to what anybody else's decisions are or what they think will work for you and really listen to the person within. And for me, it was, it was those things, but it also was that voice in my head that I know so many other women here that say, I used to be able to do this. I should be to do this. Like Mm -hmm. that voice that you hear is not the woman that you are. The woman that you are is the one that says, for me, it was the one that said, maybe you can just go for a walk. Yeah. Like, and that's, it's, it's quieting one voice, so many voices in our heads. (laughs) (laughs) It's being able to identify like, no, those are BS thoughts. This is what I'm going to do instead to feel good and accomplish something and feel good about that accomplishment. I think too, as you're, as you're explaining that, I think for me is also coming to the realization that my body has birthed two human beings yeah. and it's never going to be 17 year old Jasmine. You know, no. yeah. I have housed two humans. I have gone through so much to pr- produce life Absolutely. and I have to accept where it is. There's beauty in what's 
in it now. So even with the stretch marks, oh even with the booty that jiggles. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, my booty's not jiggling as much as it was before because the Pilates has helped tighten it up a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to pop a coin on there like, Poop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, just accepting that, um, and again, that goes back to accepting where you are currently, personally, yeah. professionally, whatever. And one thing that I love that helped me with, um, with my mindset with body image, because I struggled with that after pregnancy, um, I had a C-section and mm. the doctor was amazing, but she was no plastic surgeon and I still have a C-section flat. Like mm -hmm. it just, it is what it is. I used to have a somewhat slim tummy. It's not that way anymore. And I struggled mm -hmm. with that. Um, and one thing that helped me, and in fact, I was just talking to a friend about this, when you have negative thoughts about your body, first off is the awareness of those thoughts. And second is redirecting them. So when I, after that C-section and when I was trying to get my groove back again, um, <laughs> I love that. I love that you said that <laughs> again. Yeah. Not the first time. Um, whenever I would have a negative thought about my body, I would find five things that were awesome about it. So it's like, oh man, your stomach, girl. That it's like, well, you know what? It made a healthy baby. My arms look great today. I love my butt. Like, and you just like, my teeth look great. Oh, my eyes, my dark circles aren't that dark today. Like, that's great. <laughs> you know, and you just like, even as small as it sounds, you just find five things that you love about yourself and slowly that starts to change. Mm, that's a good point. What mm -hmm. of mine is, can I drop it down low and pick it back up? And <laughs> if I could do that, <laughs> I'm good. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm silly, but yeah, it is true. I do try to drop it like it's hot at home. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, that's one of my, those are my wins. Those are my wins. And that works for me. Um, yeah. And I would love listeners to let us know, like, what are your wins? Like, what are you, some of the things that you would say that when you look at yourself or if you're, you're looking at non-scalable wins, like what, what are yours? I would love to know. I think that's I would an awesome too. thing. Yeah. yeah. So let, us, let us know. All right. Last question for you. Well, actually I have two more. What in the okay. world is a luxury gym? A lot like gold baths. It, it is like an alternate universe where <laughs> I'm like, okay. So some of your listeners may be familiar with it. So like a luxury gym is um, like a brand like Lifetime Fitness, um, where it is a gym, but it has all the amenities. You pay a price for it. So it is a gym that not only has the top of the line gym equipment that's kept really clean, it has three to four um, group fitness rooms. It has like the reformer Pilates with all the equipment in it. Um, it has a cafe. It has amazing childcare, like a huge, like a McDonald's play place within the childcare, but that's like way cleaner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> an Olympic pool couple saunas, couple hot tubs, 
Did I mention cafe? I love food. So there's a cafe, <laughs> um, a salon, like to get your hair done. Yeah. And you can use like from a user experience, it was amazing because I could go in there and drop my kid off at childcare and then go and get my hair done and get an hour long massage. And so oh. it was literally a place like if, if you live near a lifetime fitness, no hard feelings to them. Like if you live near one and you want all of that, I highly encourage that you check it out because it's an amazing place to bring your whole family and the kids can go do kids activities and camps. Husband can go, I don't know, sit in the cafe, <laughs> get your weightlifting on, get your hair done afterwards, you know? Um, so that's, and like everything was like granite tops, real wood locker rooms, like not your average meathead gym. That's I see. So what kind of, so, so now what are you doing now that you're, you're a mom and how how have you kind of like transformed in the work that you're doing with helping people get healthy? Totally. So, um, when I became a mom, I knew, so my husband was still in the military at that time and, um, it just didn't make sense for me to be working full time. And I didn't really want to, but I also didn't really identify with the thought of being like a stay at home mom. And I don't want to say just a stay at home mom because stay at home moms are amazing. Yes, um, and I wanted to be able to keep doing the work that I do because like I was put on the surface to do this. And so, um, But I knew that it had to change because after the birth of my daughter, my personal experience had changed. And it wasn't about doing like counting calories or doing Weight Watchers or going keto or, you know, doing the tea tummy or whatever. It wasn't about that for me. Also, it wasn't really about the weight loss for me either. I had a daughter that I needed to take care of and I wanted to feel better while I was doing that. And if the weight came off, sweet. But I was mostly concerned with how do I keep up with her? Because she's been a pistol since day one. (laughs) Yeah, strong woman. Yes. (laughs) I started to work from home. I started to continue um, my relationship with clients that I had worked with in person at the gym, Um, but my approach became different. I wasn't promoting those fad diets that I had tried and that I even myself had failed that anymore. Um, I hadn't been lecturing on how to fit hour long workouts seven days a week into your schedule. If it wasn't reasonable for you, because when I had a newborn, that was not, that just wasn't, it wasn't going to fit. It just wasn't. And so it kind of took me off my high horse, but like in the best way possible. And it's completely changed the work that I do. And it's just, it's magical now. So now I work with women focusing more, I call it body-based. So like body-based nutrition. Mm-hmm. How can you feel good? I think so many women start with exercise, which is so good. But if you're not fueling your body right, chances are that exercise, it's just not going to feel good. It's just, I mean, that's just the point of it. And so um, I focus on the metabolism and your body because you can never out-diet your body. You can never out-diet your metabolism. It always wins. And once we start focusing on that and what your food is tell or what your body is telling you from the food that you're eating, it changes everything. Like absolutely everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. 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 
Okay. Yeah. We got to continue this conversation for another, (laughs) another episode, because I think that that's a deep one. I don't even, I don't even know what to say or how to answer that. Even myself, as I'm thinking like, you know, they teach us nutritional counseling, um, in dentistry, um, to prevent caries, cavities, right. But never to the extent of considering what's good for our body. And right. I love that you do that because yeah, ev- everything is not going to work for everyone the same. No. Like my yeah. husband's shape and his body is an athletic build and slim yep. by nature. Yep. So he could just, he's been eating kale salad all this week and he lost five pounds. I'm like, well, good for you. Well, first off, <laughs> my people know this. Kale is no good. Kale, I what? don't. What? <laughs> <laughs> one of my things. Oh, it tastes so good. It tastes uh, so good. <laughs> if you have kale recipes, send them to me because I've tried all of them and I still hate it. <laughs> what? Oh my goodness. He had a kale and quinoa salad with apples and like um, cranberries and it was so good. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guess where it came from, which is not where you're not supposed to go really. Wawa. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he brought it home. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's your last question. What is the best advice you've ever been given? Oh, that's a good one. Well, this isn't it, but I've been told when you ask a good question, people will tell you that's a good question. <laughs> so, like that's an automatic response. So that's, that's not the best advice. The best advice ever <laughs> Do you really want to know what it is? Yeah. Okay. It was from my dad, which love you, dad. Um, he doesn't listen to podcasts anyways, but um, <laughs> his, my dad was drafted in the Vietnam War and he went to boot camp in California. And right before he shipped out, he went, he went from Michigan to California, which like culture, culture shock, and then straight from California to Vietnam. And before his, he left, uh, his drill instructor said to the platoon, don't forget, bullshit the man and play the game. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, I don't even know if I can say that on your podcast. But like, that is the one that has like stuck with me for whatever reason. So what does it mean? Like, I'm still trying to, okay, like what specifically does that bullshit mean? Bullshit man and play the game. So it's like, do what you need to do to get it done, but like also for yourself. Like that's what I took it as. Like sometimes you got to do what you got to do, but you get through it kind of like my experience with getting through that low. I had to do what I had to do. I had to go through those things. Mm -hmm. I had to go through that depression. I had to go through trying those diets. I had to go through it. The man play the game, and then learn something from it. <laughs> hmm. I added that in. That was just <laughs> in my mind, and I don't know why. <laughs> All right. Well, I take it. Thank you so much. I will be bleeping it out, but it, okay. they'll get it. They'll get the point. They'll get it. Okay. <laughs> they won't lose. They won't lose the, uh, the concept. I'm just like, wait, that was literally the only thing that popped in my head. <laughs> Good. I, that's what I want. I want exactly what it is that you're thinking. Um, okay. The, that's that's the best. Not when we think about it too much, but like right at the very top. Of our yep. Head. That was it. All right. Tell the <laughs> listeners where they can find you. 
you can find me at kennafit.com on Facebook, facebook.com slash kennafit, K-E-N-N-A, or I love Instagram stories. You guys can check me out on Instagram. I am it's kennafit. If you just search kennafit, it's going to be booty pics. It's not me. (laughs) (laughs) You'll know. (laughs) You'll know. So catch, uh, catch me on Instagram at it's kennafit. All right. Awesome. You are an awesome guest. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for tuning into the show. Dive in deeper by visiting the show notes for this episode or listening to more episodes on jasminehaley.com. If you found value in the show, share with a friend or leave us a review. I'll see you next time.